Welcome to the Daily Bolster. Each day we welcome transformational executives to share their real-world experiences and practical advice about scaling yourself, your team, and your business. Welcome to the Daily Bolster. I'm Matt Blumberg. I'm co-founder and CEO of Bolster, and I am here today with Matt Glotzbach. Um, Matt is uh, the former CEO of EdTech Juggernaut Quizlet. Uh, he, prior to that, was head of product for YouTube uh, and is someone I've gotten to know uh, well over the last uh, bunch of years, uh, fellow CEOs and some of the same venture portfolios. Uh, so Matt, welcome to the Daily Bolster. Good to see you. Thank you, Matt. Great to see you as well. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Well, so one of the things I love um, about the arc of your career is uh, since you've left Quizlet, uh, you've been doing more coaching and more advising. Um, I know one of the topics you and I used to cover quite a bit um, was board and effective boards and the relationship between CEOs and their boards. Um, and uh, so the question I have for you is when you're advising your clients on how they can get the most strategic value out of the board, how do they make the board work for them um, as much as they work for the board? Um, what are some of your top um, suggestions on how they can uh, either manage that process or manage communication to get that end? Yeah, I think I think it's such a great topic. It's one that I got a lot of advice from you on and, and learned through the uh, learned through the process of doing. Uh, and it's so key about turning your board into a strategic asset, as as you alluded to. So the first one is really simple, but but counterintuitive, I think, to a lot of CEOs, which is frequent and regular communication. And so one of the you know simple examples is I would send out my board a, a, a monthly update, you know, a dashboard, if you will, of KPIs, a little bit of commentary. And then I would make a note to try to reach out with something to my board every couple of weeks. Mm -hmm. um, and I found that giving them information more frequently, more consistently actually helped them, you know, both know the business, but it also shielded me from a lot of the random inbound questions of, you know, I haven't heard from you for three months, what's going on? And oh, so- Totally, totally. I, that's a great practice. What I actually do, I'll just add to it. Uh, I send an email every Friday to the whole company that's just like, hey, here's what happened this week. Here's what's going on. Here's what I'm thinking about. And I just copy the board on it. Yeah, so I'm, not doing, I'm not doing a board communication, but they hear from me every week. They hear from you every week. Yeah. No, that's great. Yeah. Um, right. So early or communicate early and often. What's number early two? Early and often and, and with consistency. Yeah. A consistent format, to your point, is, is key to that too. Number two is as people prep for the board meeting, you know, they put a lot of time and energy with your leadership team, kind of getting the deck together, et cetera. And what I found is uh, it was really valuable to spend time with each board member one-on-one -on -one prior to the meeting. So I would send out the agenda and then reach out to each board member and schedule a half hour, 45 minutes, an hour with them and talk through the agenda, you know, and ask some key questions. Is there anything that you don't see on the agenda that you wish was on there? Uh, what's top of mind for you? And then areas where I knew there might be some, some conflict or that they'd want to dig into, have that discussion because you can make a lot better use of the meeting if you know all that going in versus it all surfacing in that, you know, that high pressure three or four hour time frame. So those regular one-on-ones with board members prior to board meetings were really key. Yeah, I like that. I don't do that well. Um, so that's good learning. <laughs> I'm taking a note here while we're talking. Right. Uh, okay, and uh, bring us home, number three. Number three, the, the last one, and this may sound, again, really trivially simple, but I, something I used to screw up all the time. Um, your board is great at giving you feedback, but not on open-ended items. So rather than saying, what do you think we should do? Saying, 
you know, we looked at options A, B, and C. I want to go with option B for these reasons. I'd love your feedback on that. And the quality of feedback, the, 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 the structure, the scope of feedback was so much more useful. Didn't mean we would always go with option B. Maybe they would give me feedback and we'd, we'd pivot to option C. But I started getting a lot more value from their feedback when it was, when it was structured and when it was guided versus asking them open-ended questions for them to sort of react in the moment to. Narrow the ask. I love there you it. Go. Well, and, 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 and make it specific. Like make it, give me feedback on X, not what right. do you think about X, right? Or I want to go, I want to go right. Here's why I don't want to go left. Tell me, you know. Give me your feedback on that. Right, right. as opposed to where should we go? <laughs> exactly, exactly. I love it. Matt Glotzbach, thank you so much for advice on effective communications to make your board, I love your words, I use them all the time, a strategic asset that works for you. Thanks, Matt. Good seeing you.